Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special Bella Asks episode of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin. As longtime members of the Business Ethics Leadership Alliance, or Bella, know, we offer a special concierge service whereby Bella members who have any questions at all about ethics and compliance can send them to us, and then our internal experts will provide an answer and or direct them to a helpful resource with more information. Some of these concierge requests are rather specific to a particular company's needs, but many of them represent broad challenges facing Bella members. That's why we're using this show to thematically respond to high-level questions from the Bella community. Joining us to give us some answers to these questions is Bella Chair Erica Salmon-Byrne. Erica, welcome back to the show. It's great to see you again. Thank you so much for having me back, Bill. I am delighted to uh, have a chance to answer some more questions. Well, this next question comes from our code of conduct category, and mm -hmm. it's a doozy. How do you refresh and roll out a code of conduct? Yeah, it's um, we get asked this one a lot. Um, and I'm always delighted to see it come in from Bella members because it means that people are continuing to pay attention to what we call a foundational piece of your written standards puzzle, right? So I like to the analogy that I've used for years on this front is to think of your written standards. So that's the written guidance you give to employees in terms of you know helping them make the right choices. To think of that written those written standards as being a layer cake, right? So your bottom layer is the biggest, the broadest, the one that supports all of the other layers. And that, of course, is your code of conduct. That is the one document that every employee across your organization, regardless of their roles and responsibilities, is going to need to be able to understand and to access. <clears throat> and so that means if you're thinking about how you're caring for that, that particular bottom layer, um, you want to start with those two questions, right? Can my people understand it? And do they know where to find it? And so fortunately, some of those pieces have gotten a lot easier to figure out over the years. <clears throat> On the knowing where to find it piece, you know, we have seen a real upswing in mobile, uh, mobile device friendly codes, in um, web, web enabled codes, in codes that are filled with hyperlinks to the other layers of the cake, right? So if the code of conduct is your bottom layer, it's the biggest one. Your other layers are your policies and your procedures, which tend to get a little bit more um, structured and focused as you think about certain risk areas. Not everybody needs to be intimately familiar with your, you know, social media. Well, social media is actually a bad example because lots of people do have a social media risk, but your antitrust policy, as an example, right? Like not everybody needs to, to know the ins and outs of your antitrust policy because they're not all going to present you with an antitrust risk. But so codes are increasingly getting web-friendly, um, hyperlink enabled, uh, you know, something that's super searchable, right? So I can very easily find the answer that I'm looking for. So that's the can I access it piece. And you should, if you've turned on your click metrics on your various platforms, be able to get a sense of what what kinds of content people are engaging with. So are they engaging with your code today? Are they opening it? Where from? Which language? What parts, right? All of those things are going to guide you in terms of what pieces of your code need a refresh. Second question is, can they understand it, right? And so one of my sort of top five most exciting things that I think has happened in the ethics and compliance space over the course of the last decade has been the move away from, we have a code and policy so we can fire people, to we have a code and policy so that people can make the right decision, right? And that means writing in a different way. Right? That means structuring your code using different language. That means taking the time to do a stakeholder exercise. Who are the people that are going to be engaging with this document? What is the information they're going to engage with this document for? 
how do I serve it up in the most appropriate, easy, and useful fashion possible? So gather your internal stakeholders, your sister control functions. Make sure you've got somebody at the table who knows how to write, right? That's a piece of it. Um, think about who your audience is. Are you writing for your external stakeholders or for your internal stakeholders, or in most cases for both? Once you have the answers to all those questions, then you can start the, the, the refresh process. Some companies refresh their whole code every couple of years. Some companies refresh just part of their code every, uh, you know, every, every couple of years. Everyone should be looking at their code every year to ask themselves, is this still appropriate? Is this still you know, covering my risk topics? Has something changed about my business that would mean that I need to change things around? Those are the kinds of things that we see organizations asking themselves on the regular. Um, and all of that information will guide a good refresh process. So if I can ask you a follow-up question, sometimes we see companies refresh their code of conduct on the heels of a major, uh, you know, disciplinary action or a major, mm -hmm. you know, a serious reputational fallback. Um, when that happens, does that kind of reset the rules and expectations behind a code of conduct refresh? Or are the best practices behind a code of conduct refresh kind of universal, regardless of what your immediate history may have been or the conditions that may have prompted the refresh? Yeah, so the, the the rules are, you know, the the sort of the guiding principles are going to be the same, um, assuming that you are refreshing because you are trying to get information in your employees' hands. If you're refreshing as part of a remediation process, that's a that's a that's a topic for a different podcast, right? Because <laughs> then you're probably being guided by regular, you know, a little bit more by what sure. the Department of Justice has told you you need to yeah. have in your code or something like that. But even if you're even if you're refreshing because you've had a, a regulatory issue or a concern, the general principles are going to be the same, right? Does my code still cover the risks that really apply to my business? Am I communicating in the right way to reach my employees as a whole? Have I made sure that I'm deliberately engaging my audience and using best practices from a communication perspective to be able to do that? Is my code something that I would want to read, right? Like that's an easy way to think about it. Yeah. Anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, go pick up your code of conduct. Can you get past the second page? If the answer to that is no, it's time for a refresh, right? Um, these documents are intended to guide. If they don't serve as guidance, then you go back to the drawing board. Well, Erica, it, I learn something from you every time we get together and talk. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for uh, lending us your insights and for answering this question from the Bella community. Absolutely, Bill. My pleasure. Can't wait to come back and do it again. And to the Bella members out there listening, keep the questions coming. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been a special Bella Asks episode of The Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethisphere YouTube channel at youtube.com slash ethisphere. And if this is your first time enjoying the show, please make sure to like and subscribe either on YouTube or on our podcasting platforms at Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. To learn more about Bella, please visit bella.ethosphere.com to request guest access to the Bella Member Resource Hub and to speak to a Bella Engagement Director. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, remember, strong ethics is good business.